Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high-reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is Episode 8, Highlighting Micron Memory, Applications, and Trends with David Henderson and Scott Schaefer. Hi, I'm Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics uh, behind the screen on our podcast, and I appreciate uh, David Henderson and Scott Schaefer from Micron being with me, and our discussion today really is to uh, get an inside uh, perspective on where memory is going, what Micron is doing as a leader in that space, uh, especially in the industrial side, and then how we tie that in as your distributor into the mill aero side, which is really for us, uh, hopefully bringing a, a better growth point for you in that market segment. So, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, Marty. It's super excited to be here. And uh, yeah, we are, uh, me- memory is a fun place to be these days. You know, our, uh, uh, in general, world is changing, the, the technological um, uh, evolution continues and continues, and memory continues to play a, a critical role and a more and more critical role across, you know, breadth of applications that, 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 that sit in our world. So um, yeah, we're really excited um, about it. And I am very excited about the industrial space. That's kind of the, the area that I get to focus in on. And so um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for uh, giving us the opportunity to talk to your listeners and uh, kind of reach out to our uh, customers and give them a little bit of insight into what's going on here. So if you want, I can just give a quick kind of background on, you know, one of the reasons I think industrial is so exciting and aerospace and defense, you know, kind of particularly as a subset of that, uh, of that business is, uh, is the change, right? So in the last 25 years, if you were to go look at um, kind of the requirements within industrial, especially as it pertains to memory, Micron's a memory company, um, you know, most of our customers were real interested in, um, you know, getting a part, making sure that part was going to be around for 10 years and, uh, you know, that uh, it had a high quality and high reliability to go with it. Um, Volumes are pretty small, but, um, you know, but the prices and the, uh, and the, uh, um, and the stability of relationship pretty good. And Micron's had a history of being a leader in this space. You know, we've been very focused on those those attributes of longevity and supply and quality. Um, what's more exciting uh, as as the world moves forward here is that the industrial space is is starting to demand um, the same levels of performance and the same levels of density and product that some of the mainstream are. And so there are trends. Um, that are hitting our mainstream that are extremely applicable in industrial and aerospace. And so, you know, 5G, uh, IoT, AI, all of these are applications that have uh, have their place in the consumer world, uh, but they also have a really strong play in, um, in verticals like factory, medical, aerospace and defense. And so, you know, we see kind of a clashing of those worlds happening now. Um, the legacy of supply, longevity, quality, you know, um, specialty activity to make the uh, this business go. And then also, you know, the movement into higher density, higher performance, you know, higher requirements. And, you know, in the past, those things, those things clash a little bit. And so one of the things that we're excited about, you know, being uh, with Micron and being focused on embedded is that we've kind of been 
the leaders for about 30 years and we are, uh, you know, uh, leading our way through that transition um, with our customers and, and uh, being pretty successful with our strong product offering that we've got. Yeah, super. Um, yes, it's good to be out in front, I will say. <laughs> uh, well, we're happy to be a, a partner with you as a, an authorized distributor for the Micron product. I think I'd like to, if I could go back and touch on a few things that I see out here when we're out in our customer-based uh, getting design wins, et cetera, is that I think that, as you're saying, like the industry has changed in both the, the quality of the product. You guys have always had a really strong quality product, but what's happening and what we see is that, you know, obviously the mill aerospace is always looking to do their own thing, if you will, by their source control drawings, and they always want to touch it again and some level of effort, and that really is our strength and uh, our partnership with you to bring in this, you know, either a PEMS qual or a, a uh, up screen or something like that, which is always amazing to me that uh, people choose to start with a commercial product, but really if you look at the automotive space and the automotive offering you have, what I always find interesting is that your your reliability and, and your failure rate is like 10 ppm or something where military is like five for, you know, five failures per a couple hundred. If you apply that automotive thinking to it, you'd be like, it would be almost like 50,000 failures or something crazy like that, right? So I really, uh, if we could just maybe touch on, you know, how to select the best grade, in my mind, your automotive grade is, is right up there and, and absolutely the best product available to start with. Yeah, I good. Thank you. Um, uh, agree. I think you know our um, we've just we've had a legacy in both industrial and automotive that that um, and by the way we have a strong business and consumer as well. You know requirements are different across those, and and sure. we have products yeah. we have products that are fit for those markets. But we are uh, long time uh, long time leader in the automotive space as well, and so. Yeah, to your to your point, we've been designing products that are fit for um, automotive and fit for um, you know those use cases and failure rate um, and you know driving towards the you know uh, low DPM um, for a long time. And by the way, we we, we also graphed our strategies. So industri uh, automotive and uh, industrial are inside the same embedded business unit. And so as we develop for automotive, we um, waterfall the same quality um, into our uh, our industrial space, and so we do wind up with a very strong product line, um, one that's built around quality and built around uh, longevity. Great. Yeah. The uh, are you finding that um, from let's say ten years ago, even or or even further, because I think you and I have been around that long, is yeah. that uh, do you find I find two things. One is that the applications that we're talking about, like your five G and IoT, I look at that as I. I move that even a little bit more granular for our applications within the mill aerospace is that that's in possibly radio packs or in ground stations and, you know, other applications that people might not think about, you know, where memory comes. And when I look at that, um, I definitely see two things that have changed, and maybe you can touch on it. One is the amount of memory that's required per application. So maybe, for example, you know, a, a a radio that a soldier carries before had, let's say, 10, 
you know, uh, DRAMs in an application where now it's possibly 20. So the quantity of memory requirements uh, has gone up per application. And then secondly is that it's all about the power, at least in my world dealing with the FPGAs that are always tied to the memory. Um, really the low power products that you have I feel are totally leading the pack. So maybe if you could give me some insight on that. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think um, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you just kind of at its basic level, all of the things that, um, you know, consumers carry today are getting more and more complex. They've got a screen, you know, you can, uh, you know, connect to your family. You know, the, the, the level of uh, um, capability on a phone, as an example, has exploded over the last 30 years. Um, uh, radio in the field has also exploded, right? It, um, it, not not to, uh, at that same level, but when you add a screen onto it or you add functionality to these devices, you know, the uh, soldiers carrying uh, the devices, you know, also live in that world as well. And so they, they, they you know, come to expect levels of functionality um, that are definitely driving memory, you know, in a similar way. And so, you know, I would say that um, both from a, um, uh, use case standpoint, we definitely see the amount of memory growing inside of inside of those, um, and then also an expansion of functionality, right? So I think that um, you know the the ability to um, IoT to the ability to place a device somewhere on um, the internet at its location and and be able to um, then run algorithms on that and map that into your knowledge of, of, of where the world's at on every device is just a is a big trend I mean we've all kind of seen the uh, the uh, the marketing stuff that says there will be XX billion devices you know installed by 2022 or 2025 super true and so and so when um, all of these devices have their um, you know point in connection on the internet and also want to do some type of math or value add algorithm all that takes memory and it takes different kinds of memory right and so uh, microns got them all the you know standard DRAM memory or really to your point the low power um, DRAM memory is the one that actually is the lifeblood making the application work in the moment but the other memories are important too. The uh, the flash storage uh, memory for all the boot code that's required to get the thing up and running, as well as you know, depending on what the application, a lot of that data needs to be recorded and you know either analyzed in real time or analyzed later. And so um, you know the combination of that DRAM and that flash memory um, is just growing exponentially. Um, so. Yep, for sure we we see it. So uh, that's a, a great segue in my mind, anyway, to talk about uh, you know where we are playing in the mill aerospace and really uh, let's kind of dive into the talking about data and management. Is that we're qualifying some of these, and I use the word qualify as that we we have customers that are using the Micron uh, DDR products for space applications and. And certainly it's not our first venue into this. We've done it for your DDR2s and 3s, and now we're on to the 4s. As everyone knows, you know, the aerospace and defense market always lags in the technology a little bit so that the commercial people, you know, they uh, they take the hit first to see how, you know, get out there and debug it, and then they're always a little bit behind. So we're really currently on a, a pretty mad dash on the DDR4. We've upscreened that for some space applications on several customers, but really, when you talk about that kind of application, 
if you look at satellites or companies that are, I call them chucking the birds up there these days, is that really it's all about data, right? It's it's Disney um, monitoring their parks to see, you know, do people go left or right or, you know, managing uh, water on plants and, and vegetation to grow more food, more, um, you know, um, streamlined. And it really is, it is about data. So when we look at, you know, flight heritage, certainly Micron, even though you may not have directly sold to, uh, you know, somebody that has a space application, certainly there's plenty of memory uh, devices from Micron flying in space right now, and, and that's where this value add comes in. But, but basically it is about storage and, and the big data packages that are being uh, part of the payload within the satellite. So um, do you have any examples for us on, you know, how much memory it takes to, you know, let's talk about maybe transferring a, a terabyte of data? It's too, actually too broad of a question. I mean, it depends on the speed you want to go and how wide your buses are, um, how many channels you're going to have. There's a hundred different ways to architect this stuff. And so there's really no simple solution, and every application is going to need a different um, use case. And that's the part of when we build our parts to make sure they're cross-functional to meet a bunch of different applications depending on what the need is. Yeah, and, and Marty, I would say, you know, a couple of the things that are happening along the lines of what you're talking about are, you know, um, as that capability grows, um, part of the reason that it's growing um, is that the um, the quality of the video is another interesting angle on um, how um, we're able to do things like machine learning, machine vision, and AI. And so, you know, what you can do on a, you know, video quality from 10 years ago versus what you can infer from a 4K video today is much different. And, you know, 4K versus, you know, the standard HD versus the spec from 10 years ago, um, that's a, you know, exponential multiplying factor when it comes to bits. And so if you just kind of think about that trend continuing in and of itself, you know, the processing of, you know, that, that use case that you talked about on like, you know, evaluating what's happening in my farm, right, or in my, um, in my field or in my real estate development or in my, um, you know, uh, my surveillance or whatever it is that I'm doing, that's now eight, you know, 4K, probably, you know, soon to become 8K video that's getting pumped up through, which just mathematically is a much bigger number that's got to be handled by, you know, a system, which includes a processor and a DRAM. And so, and so definitely um, we see that growing exponentially. I don't have a great sound bite for the exact number because, you know, per Scott's comment, they're all use case specific, but um, definitely um, growing significantly and, uh, and, you know, providing some good value added, um, you know, stuff that's happening these days, you know, and I think this latest, uh, you know, pandemic that we've, we've all been managing our way through in the last year um, has really, you know, shown a few of these use cases were needed faster um, than, uh, you know, than they were already previously planned as productivity improvements. I think some of them wound up happening. And if you think about things like surveying or, um, or you know, automation inside the factory, all those things are, um, you know, happening now and starting to accelerate um, as a result of what we've been, uh, the world's been challenged with in the last year. 
Yeah, it is uh it is quite amazing. I think that uh you know what we've all learned to live with uh with you know video chatting and things has permanently changed the world. I I do believe that this is going to you know when when you got the big global picture of, you know, this this century if you will, this is a major shifting impact on culture, our way of life. And what I think, I always try to take something good out of it. Like last year, I'm like, hey, at least the airplanes are clean for the first time in 20 years, you know, that kind of thing <laughs> for all of us who travel, right? But um, I am looking forward, uh, like some of, you know, the spirit team is pretty young and there's a lot of young kids here and we enjoy having them come in. But what I really love is um, having them change the way they look at the world at, you know, five years old and eight years old, because now this is normal to them. And you're right, like their demand or their requirements for better video, faster video. I mean, these kids live off of YouTube, you know, and it just really (laughs) reminds me of how old I really am. Um, (laughs) But um, I definitely, you know, see how memory plays a a role there that, like, I, I guess the, you know, aside from the job security, I think that that Micron is, has always been leading the pack, and certainly, as Scott, you say, that you know the products that you're developing are always forward-thinking, right? So that brings me to uh, just maybe one of my final questions is, uh, and I don't really actually get too involved with it. For some reason, we're, we're looking for applications, and that's within your uh, SSDs. So maybe that's not in your embedded group, but maybe if you can touch on the Micron's you know, activity within the SSD market. Yeah, so um, definitely um, that's within our purview, kind of within my uh, the embedded business unit I work for. We sell all of Micron's products as they're demanded by our customers. So um, that's definitely in our, our portfolio. And uh, Micron is uh, Micron has made excellent gains in our SSD um, position. And so, you know, the um, uh, generic success as a semiconductor, one of the key ingredients to that is um, getting the highest performance out of the smallest die. And so um, there's a lot of activity that goes around, um, especially in our embedded business unit as we focus on automotive and industrial and kind of use uh, more custom use case. There's a lot more that we do, but at the core and fundamental um, level, um, semiconductor companies are successful when um, they can drive towards that higher performance at lower cost and and continue to kind of follow that Moore's law activity, right? And so um, Micron is out front in NAND and out front in DRAM. And so um, from a technology perspective, and so, our product lineup is uh, very strong. It's we've got a pretty wide um, range of density offerings, as well as um, as well as uh, temperature grades and you know different uh, classifications and use case for different um, uh, different requirements on you know heavy write versus softer write type of applications. And so um, a lot of strength in SSDs um, for Micron product leadership um, uh, for sure. And uh, and I would say that we definitely see the SSDs um, growing generically across. Uh, across the horizon in inside industrial. So, you know, as the as that price comes down, you know, the, there's some significant benefits to speed and real timeness of uh, SSD data that you can't get from a hard drive. Um, but there's always kind of again looking backward, the difference in cost there was very significant. And so, 
as the um, as the hard drive hits a technology wall and the memory continues to come down, those uh, cost differentials are becoming uh, much closer and really having a lot of people begin to look at uh, and implement SSD solutions for that storage memory. And so, you know, the creativeness and the use cases and kind of all the, you know, mega trends in our world um, are also driving the need for those products to be even higher. So to be able to have data in real time and have data um, available quicker and have it, you know, be able to be more um, reliable. Those are things that um, um, are more and more needed as as the uh, you know trends of the 2020s are moving forward. Great, yeah. Thank you for that. It's uh, always insightful to to hear the latest you know thoughts on the SSD and certainly on the market space. Um, well, I thank you, gentlemen. We could go on and on. I would love to, you know, talk about all the great things of, you know, how we're managing radiation and screening and all this stuff. But uh, really, I, I want to grab all the Micron listeners, not just the aerospace defense. So, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, for well, Marty, I just, to, I just also wanted to say thank you. We appreciate um, you and Spirit. You know, I'm really excited about our engagement with you uh, and your um, ability to uh, add value. You know, um, Micron, we do a, a solid job of, pre of producing some high quality parts that are, you know, targeted towards the, these use cases that care more about quality and longevity. But we can't touch everybody, and and we know that, uh, and we can't uh, we can't customize um, at uh, the detailed level for every single customer, and we really appreciate the value that you guys bring into that space, and that's why we definitely were aligned. Uh, um, I think it was last year, and have gotten rolling um, with our relationship here. So greatly appreciate you and uh, and the value that uh, Spirit adds uh, in helping uh, customers be able to access Micron memory and you know, on this wide use case. So thank you. Yes, you're quite welcome. Very good. Well, thank you, gentlemen, both, and uh, we'll be in touch later. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.